Snuggle at the seat. Snuggle with your dog. Cuddle with your kitty. Put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment. Empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Dr. Andy's World. Here on Inspired Choices Network, we are live. Um, so welcome, welcome. And then all of you that will catch this on your favorite podcasting platform, we also welcome you. Um, today's show, let's jump on in, ready to give up your worry. Are you a worrier? Do you worry about details or deadlines or daily tasks or pretty much everything in general? How is that working for you? Have you ever noticed that animals don't really have worry in their world, but we can have tons of worry in our world? And what is that actually creating for us and for our animals? Maybe we could follow the animal's example and give up this worry thing. What if we did? What if we just gave up worry? That's it. End of show. That's all she wrote. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But are you ready to give up your worry? And if you are catching um, me live by chance on Inspired Choices Network, look along the top, click on chat room, and you could join me and my most wonderful, fantastic, giggly producer, Keisha. Um, and we have extra fun in the chat room. So if you're curious, hop on in there, and you can actually throw up a question or a comment or, you know, join in as, as it works for you. And if you always want, if you ever or always want to get a hold of me at another time, you can head over to drandysworld.com. Okay. Oh, yes. Hashtag no worry zone. What would it take? Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm going to start with um, a big clearing and then we're going to hop into the deep end of the pool of worry. So what energy, space, consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you and your animals be to allow the creation of a relationship beyond worry with total ease? And everything that doesn't allow that, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And if you're not familiar with what I just did, head over to theclearingstatement.com and my good friend Dr. Dane here will explain it to you. Here in Dr. Andy's world, we take a very different journey and we use some different tools and we talk about energy a lot and a lot of those tools and processes come from access consciousness and that was your <laughs> very intense very um quick introduction um and what energy space consciousness choice magic miracles mysteries and possibilities can you and your animals be to allow the creation of a relationship beyond worry with total ease Everything that just brought up, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Okay, let's talk about worry. I find worry very fascinating. I always have, and I've never done a lot of it. Um, and that's just me. It never seemed very pragmatic, like, why would you bother worrying? Does it change anything? And so I just chose not to do it. And yet, everyone knows that, right? 
all, even the warriors out in the world know that, and yet they still choose to do it. Because does it change when that deadline is due? Does it change what tasks you're going to need to do? Does it change actually anything? Or are you just super duper proud of your warrior badge? And if you gave that up, then what what would you be? Who would you be? How would you be? What would you talk about? How could you commiserate with your coworkers if you didn't all talk about what things you happen to be worried about that day? And everything that is, all of that energy, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Times and a billion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So I like being pragmatic. That is, I've always been that way. Don't know why, just something that I've always chosen. Um, and so when I was introduced to this thing called energy, and what if this energy thing is our first language? What if this is the language our animals speak? So they know when you are projecting worry onto them. And this is this is something that I talk about with clients and animal lovers and everybody all the time. Um, and we're going to, you could do a bunch of different feelings, but of course we're going to talk about worry. If you worry about something happening, let's say to your animal, and you are projecting that much energy and putting in that much efforting into, I am worried my animal will get cancer, just an example, you, what are you going to create? What is your animal going to create to honor your projection of worry of them getting cancer? They will create cancer. Everything that just brought up, times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. What you think about comes about. What, um, your point of view creates your reality. What you worry about will show up. Like somewhere on whatever level you have heard that, and you have heard that, and you have heard that, but still choose not to not worry. Like you still choose to worry about everything. What truly is that? What do you actually, what is your payment for worrying? And I can add in there, what is your payment for worrying about your animals? What do you get out of it? Do you get to be the good doting mom, pet mom? Do you get to be same, average, regular, normal as everybody else? Because everybody else worries about their animals about their kids, about their job, about paying a bill, about, you know, going, flying across the ocean, like, because, well, hell, what would you talk about if you actually didn't worry about anything? Especially when it comes to the animals. And I'm going to go through, it's not a concept, but I'm going to go through the concept again, that you're points of view create your animals, what you think about comes about, what you are worried about creating with your animals or in your animals or however you want to put that is exactly what you will get. 
it's exactly what you will get again. You have a Labrador, you're worried about them blowing an ACL. They're going to blow an ACL. You're worried about your animal before you get into the dog park having a fight with another dog, you're going to get a dog fight. You're going to worry about um, when someone comes to the door, your your dogs are going to act like jerks. You're going to get jerks. Like it is as simple as that, and it actually has more, if not all, to do with you than your animal. So what will it take for you to give up your worry? And it's really whenever you go into I worry or you start into what we call the rabbit hole, like I'm going to worry about this, oh, and I can worry about that, and I can worry about this, and if that happens, I could worry about that, and you just kind of go down into the rabbit hole. What if at the edge of it, you just stop it? And what if you choose something else? I know, Dr. Andy, that's way too easy. I've been doing this my whole life. How can I just stop? You can just stop. Because figuring out or asking why do you worry, you are just going to end up back in a loop. And you're just going to come back and you're going to do it again. Because you worry because you worry because you choose it. Actually, really why anybody does anything is because they choose it. And generally, there's payoff somewhere. And maybe you, you figure out what that payoff is. Sometimes you don't. Who cares? But you choose it because you choose it. So what energy, space, consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you and your animals see to allow the creation of a relationship beyond worry with total ease? So we need to allow that. We destroy it and create that. Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and man. That one made me a little dizzy. I, when I have conversations about worry, not necessarily with clients, but I try to have those conversations too, that energetic wall that I bounce up against when it comes to worry, like, this is a, hmm. Let me see where, how I, I, energetically, when I try to have a conversation with somebody about their worry, and I pretty much, this is going to be a down and dirty conversation if you haven't figured that out, Um, (laughs) which is generally um, how we roll around here, but when I try to address somebody's worry about their animals, it's like, hitting a cement wall. And it, and what is that? And I'm going to ask it, but like I just said, why is not a, why is that? Why do people cover, cover, covet, covet their worry so much? Is it proof that they love their animals? And as long as they worry about their animals, they don't actually have to do anything because that's proof enough that they love them? As long as you worry about your children, you are being a good mother. As long as you worry about your job and you're a good employee because you're invested because you are worried about your job. Like, what is it for you? You know, what makes this this 
and it's not real. What if worry's not even real? And we may or may not even like venture down to that little sidetrack. Um, what is so real about worry that nobody just wants to even look at it? Because I'll try and touch it with a little feather, like, what if we just take a deep breath here and try and go down, you know, and no, 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 nope, I'm, I'm worried about my animal. This is important. This is real. Uh, we have a problem here that I need to worry about. And what if it's actually the opposite of what it, everything's the opposite of what it appears? What if the less you actually worry about whatever thing is going on, the easier it is to shift it, to change it, to heal it, to um, go around it, conquer over it? Everything that is, times a gazillion and destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. What if that mountain of worry adds so much more limitation that now you have a mountain range to conquer, to change whatever is going on with your animal, with your kids, with your job? And if that first mountain wasn't even there, or you recognized it and chose something else to go around it, what if it was actually smooth sailing after that? What if you didn't actually have to go up the rest of that mountain range because you didn't choose that first mountain to worry? And what if that is actually possible? What is possible that if you actually allowed all the possibilities that you create, you can, oh my goodness, I can't even get through this. Okay, let's start over. Reset. What is possible if you allowed all the possibilities? I can't even get this out. That's so funny. Okay, I'm going to go back to the other clearing and maybe that one will pop later. What energy space, consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you and your animals be to allow the creation of a relationship beyond worry with total ease? Everything that is times a gazillion when you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and yen. So if you are a worrier, I would not go back, listen to this, write that down and um, say it every day, you know, 10, 20, 30 times, right? I wouldn't do that because you, you must like your worry. So you might as well hold on to it. Because you like things being hard, you like things being difficult, you like them being significant. And well, you know what? Worry enables all of that. And, you know, because hard work is so much fun, right? What is actually possible if you allowed all the possibilities? Keisha's trying to help me out, and it's, it's still not working in my brain. What is actually possible if you allowed all the possibilities? I, it's just gone. You know what? We're just going to take a break. We're going to, I'm, I'm going to let my brain cool off a little bit here. And then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about worry some more here on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado, check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. 
If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Welcome back and forward to Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network. And if you are listening live on Inspired Choices Network, if you look along the top, you can hit chat room and you can join me and my fabulous producer, Keisha, um, in that chat room where we ask other questions, make other comments. We would love to see your questions and comments and we would love to have more fun back there. So today's show, I'm not, what is the title of today's show? Ready to give up your worry. I don't think anyone's ready to give up their worry. It's kind of heavy around here when we talk about worry. And in the first segment, I was talking about what I, what energetic concrete I hit whenever I even want to address the fact that if you stopped worrying as much, you, there would be other things that you could even see are required to contribute to your animal. What if you can only see one thing when you're worried about everything, where there was actually 10 different doors you had choice for? Ah, is that why we worry? So you can only see that one thing? So then you don't have, you don't have to choose? Ha, ha, ha. We like just the one door that we are forced to go through with our worry, so we can blame that door for when things don't go as they as you wanted them to, but you worried they weren't going to go that way anyway. You see a little bit of a circular crazy going on? Um, and I, I got that clearing. Did you like that? Um, it was a really smooth transition, not really. What is possible for you regarding worry um, that you don't think is possible, that if you allowed for all the possibilities, would actualize and create a different reality? Ha, ha, ha. Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. So what would happen if you stopped worrying? Everything that is times a godzillion will destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. 
I I was just clearing the energy that came up for y'all listening. I don't know what your quote-unquote answers were. You may not know what your quote-unquote answers were. But what would happen if you stopped worrying? Everything that is, times a gazillion, you'll destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. So that is another way to use that clearing statement. You don't have to have words. You don't have to have that answer, but it's going to bring up energy. And we always go back to energy, right? Our very first language. And it is utterly, totally in disregard on this reality and this planet. And that is changing. How's it getting better than that? And it is the language your animals speak. That's it. They speak energy. They pick up on your energy. They know your energy. They are psychic. They are energetic, infinite beings. And I want to go back to something that I said in the first segment that people have a hard time getting. I'm just, that's about as simple as I can put that or as congruent as I can put that. That when you project, I'm just basically repeating myself, which is okay, but when you project onto an animal, your dog, your cat, your horse, your bird, um, your children, that this is going to happen because you are worried about this something going to happen, this something will happen. Your points of view create your reality. And when you, and when worry is your weapon, that is what you're going to create. So, what if the next time I'm worried about this, whatever this is, I'm worried about my dog getting cancer, everything that is times a godzilla, destroying uncreated all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all night, boy, shorts, and yams, how you use that clearing statement, we're taking the energy, you don't have to go out and run 10 blocks, you don't have to go and talk to your coworker, you don't have to explain to everybody what you're doing, it can be just for you, just for fun. You can just play with all of this and not tell anybody. No one has to know you're as crazy as Dr. Andy. It's really, it's okay. And then, interesting point of view. I have this point of view about my dog having cancer. Whatever that point of view is. That dogs shouldn't get cancer. Why do people and dogs get cancer? That's a great question. I'm kidding. It's not. There is no why. It just an is. And what is it going to take to change it? What if everything is just an is and the next question is, what will it take to change it? Energy and a lot of this, the questions, like we always go back to question too. I talk about question a lot. Ask a question, changes the energy. Um is so ease that we actually don't choose to do it. We actually do like our hard work because that's what's been validated, right? So if you worry a lot, it means you love whatever you're worried about, right? Your your critter, your kid, your job, you love it because you're worried about it. You're invested. And then that's your first step in the whole mountain range, limits you to the one path that takes you up and over the hardest peak of that mountain range, and you're going to put in that work. So then you're validated. You're going to put in all that money that you don't even have, and you're going to be validated. Everything that is and everywhere you see yourself 
in that, with that, and have done that, can we destroy and uncreate all of that times a gazillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Keisha wrote in the chat room, I wonder if worry makes some people feel like they are contributing. Well, yes. I don't, they, they feel like they are, they're helping. And helping is um, a more of a superior point of view. Um, and that's kind of a slippery slope into another, into another conversation topic. Contributing is um, much more expansive, much more what if your contribution is not doing anything, right? Like contribution can cover a lot more things. Helping is you are down and out and I will help pull you up because you are unable is a little bit more the energy I'm helping. Contribution is you want to, you know, sit in that, um gutter full of crap okay that's cool i'll leave you there and what if that's actually being a contribution right because well they don't want to sit in the gutter full of crap anymore they'll get up and get out all by themselves um see a little bit of a different energy on all of that um but yeah i worry right therefore i care right keisha i'm doing something because i'm worrying um, and what if the doing, and what if that is that is what gets us in trouble, is I am worrying, therefore I am doing something, and therefore if I am doing something, I'm invested, right? And we like to do a lot of hard work, so it looks like we're doing something because um, doing again is also valued in this um, reality like how many how much judgment would you incur if you took your dog to the doctor and they said they had bone cancer and you had all these options and you chose to go hey let's get in the car and go on a road trip for three days and get on top of a mountain and take a deep breath. And you chose not to do any of those medical things. But you enjoyed you enjoyed the crap out of three days with your dog or more or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like all those people that chose to go, oh, let's get our things done off of our bucket list. Let's go enjoy each other. Let's go have a good time. The amount of judgment from others because you chose to enjoy your dog instead of fixing the problem with these medical um, things that the vets can do with you is huge. How many people don't actually choose those that time with their animals because they are guilted, pressured, points of viewed into if you loved your animal, you would do X, Y, Z over here with us. Instead of going, huh, my animal chose to create cancer. He must be done with this body. I'm going to enjoy the snot out of him, and then when he's too uncomfortable, I'm going to let that being go out of that body. Ease, simplicity, pragmatic, and how many of you are like, oh, my God, Andy, how could you just say that? 
That's not how we do death in this reality. It needs to be significant and you need to save them. And you need to do as much as you can to keep them here as long as possible. Instead of actually honoring a choice for them to create cancer and leave this body. Everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. I can't even talk. There's so much energy and all that. So let's just clear it. Oh, everything that just brought up. Can we destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and meows. Because what of all these problems that you worry about is actually, what if we could honor our animals' choices with their own bodies? Didn't see that we were going to end up over there, but how cool is that? How cool is that? So what energy, space, and what if that honoring is the magic and miracles and mysteries and possibilities you have with your animals? Honoring their choices. And what if death and dying and creating disease is a choice? Everything that is time to be destroyed and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So what energy, space, consciousness, choice, magic, miracles, mysteries, and possibilities can you and your animals be to allow the creation of a relationship beyond worry with total ease? Everything that brings up, find your godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Um, let me see if I hear it is. What is possible for you and your animals regarding worry that you don't think is possible that if you allowed the possibilities would actualize a different reality? Everything that just brought up times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Okay, one last one. This is a new one. What jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared of the worry with and for your animals are you choosing? Whew, everything that is, times a billion, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So if you are actually looking, actually would like to change this for you, your animals, and wherever else you worry, Run these three processes, put them on a loop, run them at night, very low volume, and see what changes. What if it actually can be that much ease? Ease, joy, and glory, baby. Ease, joy, and glory. All right. I'm going to leave you with all of that. Take a little break. We'll be back. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> um, and if there is more, thank you, Keisha, is more around worry and some specific things that you know you should actually worry about. <laughs> we could always get together, we could book a session and we can go we can go through that and ask some different questions and see what other change we can create. So just throwing that, lobbing it in your universe, do what you may with that. And we will be right back to Dr. Andy's World on Inspired Choices Network after this break. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, 
Contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back and forward to Dr. Andy's World here on Inspired Choices Network with myself, Dr. Andy. Okay, so what we do on Inspired Choices Network is a little bit different. Um, we actually do live recordings every week. And then they go out into the world as podcasts, as recordings. Whereas a lot of other podcasts, I, I know other hosts and they record, you know, five of them in one day and then they go out in two months and then they're, nope, live. Like, live as live can be and I am on Inspire Choices Network every Friday afternoon, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Um, and then if you miss that, then it's all over the Internet as um, on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, so, I, I don't know if everybody really realizes that, that this is, this is truly live until it's not. Let's come back next Friday. It'll be live again. Okay. Anyway, I worry you've got my, um, head a little jumbled. So if you happen to miss the first couple segments, go back and listen to them. Um, there's, there's, there's some stuff in there. Um, and what if we all did a lot less worrying? What would the planet, oh, how happy would the planet be? How generative is worry for the planet? Ooh, not at all. It's a bit heavy, isn't it? So what if we could um, contribute to the planet, contribute to the animals, um, contribute to our lives with less worry? What would it take? Everything that doesn't allow that, we destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, ambience. Okay. Moving on with what is new and coming up in Dr. Andy's world. Okay, I've done a couple Facebook Lives. Um, I, I am doing my first like mini series. It'll be on my professional page, Dr. Andy Harper. 
It starts Sunday the 8th, so in two days, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're going to get on, we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about all about anxiety. Five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, um, no more than 30. But we're going to get together Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So 8, 9, March 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, and then, yes, it's the first cousin of worry is anxiety or is worry that in, hmm, little interrelated, huh? Which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Um, and I have a feeling we might be touching on that. So if you'd like um, more information about the energetics of anxiety, we're not going to go into medical treatments. We're not going to go into behavior training. This is the energetics of anxiety and how much it has more to do with you than your animals, but that seems to be a common thing too. Um, but if you miss them, head back to my Facebook page after the fact and you can always um, catch little replays that are up there forever, or at least that's what people tell me, right? And then our next free Zoom is March 31st, um, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Everyone's invited. Invite your friends. It's free. You will have to register to get the call in to the Zoom, um, and you'll be getting more information um, about that coming up here shortly in the free membership email. Um, but that Zoom is called The Only Problem With My Dog or With My Animals Is My Husband. And so we're going to talk about congruency in the household. Pack congruency and see what we can change with that. We'd love for everybody to join in. Again, more information in the free membership emails. If you're not a member of the free membership, head down on the podcast page. There's a link. Click it. Hand over your email because, well, we're used to doing that. And you are in. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Okay. April. That's March. April. The year is flying by. Um, Animal Relationship Reset. It's a one-day class with yours truly, Dr. Andy, in Evergreen, Colorado. Um, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion there will be more worry and more anxiety and other topics come up in that class. But if you'd like a whole day and you'd like all of your questions answered and you want to play with this energy of the and the magic and the molecules of the animal-person bond, um, you might want to check into that. Um, that you'll have to go to drandysworld.com, the website, and look under classes. I believe there's registration and everything. It may not be up yet. We're working on that. You know, it's always it's always a work in progress. Um, April 24th, um, I am doing a nail trimming workshop with my favorite, one of my favorite guests, um, Stephanie Folkman and her business Magic Paws. And we're going to clear all the energy around trimming nails and we're going to go through the pragmatics of how you trim your dog's nails and how you do it with the most fun and the most ease possible. Um, that location is to be determined. It will be in the Denver metro area. And then last but not least, we're going to jump into May really quick. Over Mother's Day weekend, we're having a retreat treat. It's bars and foundations. It is five days to change your life. Um, and so if you enjoy this access stuff, you love hanging out with me, how about five days worth? You might, well, you might just get sick of me at that point, right? So that's what's coming up in Dr. Andy's world. Um, you can always go to my website, drandysworld.com. 
and check out other things. I think I covered it. Next week's show, three questions to ask every shelter dog. Um, and everywhere a dog in a shelter is a poor downtrodden being. Can we destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and yeah. So we're going to take, you know, what kind of energetic changes can we make around dogs being in a shelter? And how do we empower them to get their butts out of the shelter and into the home they really want to be in? Hmm. So you'll have to join back in next Friday, March 13th, to hear all about shelter dogs and what three questions to ask them. All right, let's take another quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to ask Dr. Andy. I've got a couple questions lined up. How's it get even better than that after the break? Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's world a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, hello. Welcome back and forward. It is Ask Dr. Andy time here on this episode of Dr. Andy's World. Um, in the previous couple of segments, we did talk about worry and are you ready to give up your worry? So if you missed those, check those out. Those were lots of fun. Might be a little difficult to hear here and there. And now what else is possible, right? Okay. From Michelle. I got a puppy and she got spayed on Tuesday. I don't know what Tuesday that was. Almost six months old. And she is really struggling with the recovery attitude-wise. She's very confused and had what I would call a panic attack yesterday. I was curious if you have any tips to keep her more calm. I I really like this question because it's appealing. It's appearing very straightforward question, and it's not. Um, A, I want to get some more information out again about spay neuter. Um, and of course, this is not to make anybody right or wrong about it. Um, just to give you different information is that if you have a girl dog, she really needs to have her first heat. If you have a boy dog, you're looking at um, 18 months to two years before a spay and neuter. Um, and what that does, it actually allows for everything to grow at a normal rate. Because if you spay and neuter too early, your bones actually grow too long. There's no inhibitory hormone that's released to stop the bones from growing. 
And that's why we have a lot of um, knee injuries. It's not because your dog is, the confirmation is wrong. That's not it. It's actually early spay-neuter programs, um, especially at eight weeks, like a lot of shelters and rescues have to do. And I get the argument on why they have to, okay? I'm not saying, oh, let's not knit spay and neuter. And then that's not it. Um, but to make everybody else aware of the information and Okay, my puppy was neutered at eight weeks. What do I, what do, what's required now? Right? And how can you shift and change that now? Cool. How's it getting better than that? Um, three things pop with this question. One, she was under anesthesia. So what entities are present that now need to be cleared? Um, there is a past video show that I talk about entities. You can catch that and all, and the clearing statement that goes with it. Super duper easy with the access tools to clear all those entities. Because when you're under anesthesia, you're kind of halfway, kind of close to that veil. And in animal hospitals, there's lots of beings flying around without bodies because, well, animals die there. And well, I'm just going to catch over here and see if I can take over this body. And it kind of wreaks some havoc. Uh, so is she painful now? Because they have to be splayed open and then they're digging around in all their innards and then they have to close her back up and move her around. Does she need some body work? Does she need an adjustment? And we're now about six months old. And there is this thing in this reality that is an adolescent fear stage in dogs. And truly, the less you acknowledge it, the faster, easier it just passes. And literally that energy is, dude, cut it out. Let's go and be that energy of not a big deal. As soon as you feed into, oh my God, what's wrong? Why, oh, they're scared, oh, locked in. So much harder to clear back out. So three things, there's also a heck of a lot more questions. Um, but head back, um, clear the entities, you can find that in whatever radio show I did. Just scroll back through on Inspired Choices Network, find the entities radio show, the clearings in there, run the clearing. You don't even have to know what you're doing. Um, see if she's painful, um, see if we're kind of at that point, um, make a note of this. Actually, let's go with number four. Make a note of this. Um, she may have a difficulty with the anesthesia. It may not be her thing. So make a note of it. Bring it up the next time she has to be put under. See what, um, what the, if it's the same bet, if what, um, Jeez, pharmaceuticals they're using for their anesthesia now. Can we diminish it? What can we do here? Could we maybe shift and change this, right? Ask some questions. Um, so all kinds of stuff there. It's not, that's why I say it's like, oh, straightforward. What can I do to calm her down? Well, what if it's the calm is not what's actually required here. We actually need to acknowledge what is. And I don't know which one of those it is. So you can listen to this, go back and ask the dog and whichever one pops, work on that. I know, I go through it really fast and I go through it like, oh, anybody can do it. And anybody can, and you have to play with it. You have to keep playing with it. And you can just ask, okay, this is what's going on, how can we change this? And see what shows up. Um, so. I thought that was a fun question to kind of bring all of that up. Hopefully that was helpful to Michelle um, and and her puppy. I'll get even better than that. Okay, next question. 
um, from Kim, I get worked up when I see a car pull in the driveway. The dogs go nuts running to the door and window and won't stop barking when they nip. And then they nip if, pers- if a person would reach out to pet them a little while after coming in. They also charge the door when the UPS guy comes. Um, she has tried to ask them to be calm and see them just watching without, you know, just sit there and watch them without barking. Yes, this also could be a whole a whole session um, going through this and the energetics of this. And um, let's raise our hands. How many of us have this issue? And I know you can't see me, but I am raising my hand, um, especially if you have more than one dog, because the pack loves to scream at things like that. It is just so much fun. And what where we need to start, what what needs to change first, if there's an actual order, which there's not, is I get worked up when I see a car pull in the way. What's it going to take to change that? If you didn't get worked up, they would not get as worked up. Uh, easy management is if you know someone's coming, the dogs go away. They they go in their kennels. They go in a room. They get something else to do. They get bullies to chew on. They are managed that way. Yeah, the UPS guy, that is an energy that is up in, it's up in so many people's worlds. Like the point of view that is out there that dogs, scream and bark and run to the door for the postman, the UPS, the FedEx, whoever that is, is so everywhere in this reality. Changing that in your household is difficult until every household on the planet changes their point of view about it. If everyone went, I interesting point of view, my dogs do that and don't have any charge on it, it would change instantaneously. So you also have a collective point of view that's going on. And so what is it going to take to change all that? So just be aware of what is, how everyone in the world is also functioning because everything is oneness. Now, so okay, cool. And what if that acknowledging goes, oh, it's not just me, not just my household. Okay, cool. And that changes your point of view instantaneously. So now you have less of a point of view about it. Huh, okay, cool. Um, and there's a lot more questions and a lot more clearing that I would do with this um, if we did a session. <laughs> Ruby, of course, contributed. She's my little black kitty who's decided that she would like to go outside. Five years, and she's never really been interested. Now, I'm going to stand by the door, and I'm going to ask to go outside. And she's going to do it at night. And my answer is, um, kitties in... This household don't go out at night. And I walked off. And that pretty much ended it. Because that energy was, no, not at night. Um, There was no conjoling. There was no, oh, we only go out in the day. There was no explaining. No, kitties in this household do not go out at night. Done. That pretty much ended it. She'll probably try again because, you know, she's a cat. Now, right before I come on the air, she is over by the, she is whining, whining, and whining. And I'm, I'm like, 
yeah, I don't have time to watch you right now. I have to get on the show. So I'm trying to explain this to her, and that's not working. And then I'm like, you know what? Go ahead. Wind your full head off. And I, like, turn it up and expand it out. And she stopped because I stopped resisting. It's your resistance and reaction to these behaviors to the noise that holds it in place. So what would it take for you to get interesting point of view about the barking? about the noise and if they're going to be nipping at people do they need to be present and what if that's them telling you i don't want it i don't know how to deal with this i don't want to deal with this can i go somewhere else and what if you having your animals back means they get to go somewhere and not have to deal with it until oh yeah maybe that changes and you come across a great trainer that can come in and give you some points, give you some pointers and some, you know, pragmatic tools to change some of this. But why do we put our animals in positions that they do not like, cannot handle, and react inappropriately? Which then feeds into your worry and anxiety about it, which feeds into their behavior and around and around and around it goes and it gets much more difficult to change and shift and create, create more beyond. So, and my other favorite clearing, let me pull it up, we're running out of time. We always run out of time, huh? And this came from last week's show. What jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared of the mess you are making with your animals you are, are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shook, and beyond. Add that to your loop. Play that. You are choosing to create something here that is a little bit messy that if you unwound it could change everything. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I've got to go. So until next time on Dr. Andy's World, remember, your points of view, create your animals. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's World. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?